87 Slim, and um, this episode of the podcast is to be determined when it comes to a title. It just might be another personal background episode about me and uh, my life and experiences. So, um, I was born in 1987 to my mother and my biological father who I don't fuck with and uh, I got a special podcast for that bitch ass nigga coming real soon um I got siblings I'm a middle child and uh I didn't choose this maybe that's this episode because I got that title in my list I didn't choose this I didn't choose this life you know I didn't um I didn't ask for this. I uh, damn sure didn't want it. And uh, I'm just making the best of it. You know? So, um, growing up in my younger years, for the shit I can remember, you know, maybe my consciousness, consciousness kicked in at three or four years old, something like that. I remember, you know, my mother being pregnant with my sister and um I remember my next door neighbor being attracted to her and I was young I'd always had a um infatuation with girls you know so motherfuckers might listen to this podcast and think I'm putting on or something but I'm, I'm really not this has just been me you know and I've just been living a life and experiencing for what it is and um my cousins is like additional brother and and sisters to me even though that relationship didn't remain as um strong as it should have and could have you know i understand when motherfuckers get older and become adults that you kind of separate and you live your independent life you know as an individual you got the things you interested in but i knew young you know me and my brother knew young that our family our generation especially will really grow to separate because of a, a lot of the shit that happened in the previous generations of our family and um my relationship with my mother has always been for the most part a loving relationship you know i had a love for her that is um damn near unexplainable you know um and i've always um sought after her love back for me and i knew my mother loved me but i didn't know if she loved me as much as i loved her i knew she loved me but i always felt like because i was a middle child that sometimes the way that she would divide her love and affection and attention that I might not get as much as I might have wanted, you know, um, especially when it came to my uh, brother and my sister. I had a, a jealousy, I guess, towards them and, you know, one being the firstborn and, and one being uh, the baby, then you just the one in the middle you know kind of getting 
whatever. So the life of a middle child is really finding your fucking place, you know, and navigating uh, through life, knowing that you're not first and your damn show not last, you know. So you kind of have to muscle your way into shit. And I think in a lot of situations, I started to do that. You know, when it came to causing trouble, I wasn't a troubled child. I wasn't a, a bad child. I became that for uh, lack of attention, you know, and then just being disobedient when you're going through uh, puberty, when you're becoming a man, you know, you start to rebel, you know, and it, it just um, multiplied during those years. But uh, I never really went against my mother. I might have not liked some things she did or chose or whatever the case may be, you know. But no matter what, I always had a, a deep love for her. My father, my biological father, on the other hand, I had the same kind of love for him when I was younger. You know, I wanted him to be in my life and be a part of my life and I never questioned why my mother and father weren't together. I just accepted the situation for what it is. And I remember being younger and um, reaching out to him when I was in plays and I was playing basketball and, you know, in talent shows, you're doing stuff. And, you know, of course your mom's a show up, but, you know, I'm around white kids. I'm in more of a diverse uh, school and you know kids used to ask you know where your dad at you know I used to brag on my dad when I was young you know and um, I would uh, invite him to these things to prove that I had a dad and every time he was supposed to come he didn't you know so that shit kind of let me down and uh, I remember reaching out to my grandmother his 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 mother and was asking her, like, just, like, does he hate me? Does he not like me? Does he not love me? Like, why would he, why would he stand me up like this? Why would he say he gonna do something and not do, not, not do what he said he was gonna do? Oh, shit, I just realized I ain't got my watch. And, um, she gave me an excuse for him, but he never made excuses himself, you know? He just was a absent, shitty fucking father. You know, and as I got older and um, I started to rebel because we didn't establish a relationship when I was attempting to have one, it just formed into a hatred where it's like, you ain't never been there, so fuck you. You know what I'm saying? So once you get to a certain age and you win puberty and you becoming a young man, adulthood is on his way. My father was still kind of around, but he was only around really like fucking with my mom's. He really, he wasn't really fucking with me and my my brother, you know. There's only two kids, so once we realized that as young, once I realized that, I ain't gonna speak for my brother. I just knew how I was with women, cause I was a sexual fucking kid. Like I was fucking with girls, so I'm like, oh okay, I I get it. You won't give a fuck about me, cause I'm a nigga. I can, I get it. You know, so you don't give a fuck about a girl's kids. But I just took that as, damn, that's crazy, because 
niggas is your only motherfucking kids and you here and you still don't really give a fuck you know what I mean so I had that uh split relationship with him and then as I said as years uh progressed that relationship pretty much became non-existent um my brother is older than me and I can remember being young. I never really wanted an older brother. I didn't. I didn't want to be an older brother, or I I was confused about being an older brother. I didn't know. I just didn't want an older brother. I would have took an older sister, I guess. But um, having an older brother for me was kind of weird. Where I just um, didn't care for it. I didn't want to be son, you know, I didn't want to be the little brother that, you know, you could boss around and, you know, you could pick on me and, you know, I didn't, I didn't want that, you know, and then how me and my brother's relationship was when we were younger, being so close in age and then, you know, um, having the same mother, same father, we looked very similar. You know, both of our names had the same letter. You know, so motherfuckers would confuse us, which infuriated us. We hated that shit. And, you know, adults would play around like, ah, whatever. But, like, to, to you, you, like, motherfuckers got to realize just because you're young in age don't mean that your conscience hasn't kicked in. So you already are who you're going to become. So that shit made us look at people different. Like, if you don't have respect enough for me to know who I am when you talking to me, then we got a problem. We didn't like dressing alike. We didn't like doing the same things. We didn't like a lot of the same things. We shared some common things, but we were both trying to be our own individual man, you know, and to confuse us just sent us into damn near rage because it's, it's it's lightweight disrespectful you know and I get it for him you two years older than me and for me it's just I'm not him I've, I'm doing everything to not be him so to call me my brother just pissed me the fuck off you know it's just like you doing it on purpose but our relationship was always rocky you know it was always little problems because I felt like my brother was intentionally trying to be better than me in some ways you know I felt like you know he was smarter than me but I always said you know if I wanted to be smart like that I could I just didn't care to so motherfuckers would try to make the challenge oh show me and it's like I can but I don't that's not necessary that's not necessary to do all that you know, and our relationship was really fractured for our childhood, at least to me, you know, to where it was just like, you know, when you when you spend 14 years of your life around somebody forced, you sleep in the same bed, you sleep in the same room, you got twin beds, you got bunk beds, you know. We don't have no separation from this person until one of you move out and he moved out first. And I was right behind him leaving to go off to alternative school. You know, that's a lot, you know. So we was doing a lot of fighting 
to be separate from from one another, you know. And um, by the time I was maybe 17, we still, you know, had some sort of contact where he would, you know, check in with me and I would check in with him. Not really. I wasn't really checking in with him. But we talked, you know, looked out or whatever. But it wasn't until I became an adult, you know, after the age of 18, going into my 19, 20, 21s, you know, that's when our relationship kind of repaired in a way. It wasn't the best, but we established some sort of relationship as brothers. So I'm going to move past that and get to my sister. My sister is four years my junior. And as I said, I didn't want a little sister. I didn't care to have a younger sister. And a lot of people confuse that, like I don't love her. No, I love my little sister. You know, I just like fucking with her because that's how I would have treated a little brother. So to this day, I kind of treat my little sister how I would have treated my brother, you know, and, um, I didn't want a sister, I wanted a little brother so I could be what I didn't want my brother to be to me. <laughs> I wanted to beat up on my little brother, if I had one. I wanted to pick on him and tease him and mess with him. I wanted to do that. I wanted to be the bully older brother, you know, and not being the older brother, I didn't want a younger sister because I knew I couldn't do it. So when I had a younger sister, I just resented her immediately i just knew it's like i can't fucking beat up this fucking baby girl you know what i'm saying it's just, i was like this is a this this is a waste <laughs> i don't i don't want this i can't hit her you know i end up you know me and my sister got into some physical altercations my nigga we got it we got it cracking you know because my sister go there and um as i said she kind of became the brother I wanted just as a girl, you know, so of course I love her, I just wanted a, a brother, we would have more, we would share more common things if she was a boy, it's just shit you can't understand as a girl, you feel what I'm saying, and it didn't matter that her father was different from my father I acknowledged it like okay she's not like my my older brother is different but she's still my sister but you know if she was my biological father's third son if she would have been a boy I would have been like nigga I got it you know what I mean so even if she was her father's additional son I'd have still been cool, like, nigga, you my bro, like, I got you, you know what I'm saying, like, I'm about to beat the shit out of you, I'm about to, you know what I'm saying, I still would have did that, so, she just caught a lot of hell for being a girl, and I didn't know how to be a brother to a girl, I knew how to be a brother, because I had an older brother, so I knew how to be a brother to a younger brother, if I would have had one, so I, I fucked up a lot with my sister, because I didn't know how to be a brother to a little girl, man, and we had a rocky relationship upbringing shit was difficult just like it was for my brother you know for his own set of reasons 
and uh, me and my sister didn't establish our relationship until again you know I was 18 19 20 when I was an adult because as I said she's a lot younger than me so around the time where she was in her 18 19 20s and you know I'm a couple years older than her then we kind of had some adult life situations we could relate to and talk about and um establish a good relationship and then her being the only one who had kids you know my niece is just like she became like the daughter I wanted but never had so my niece is like the only person I really like love like I love like my mom you know like I'll do damn near anything my voice breaking and shit (laughs) I'll do almost anything for my niece you know like I go to war for her and I never felt that way about anybody else other than my mother and that's what I'm saying for my brother I never I would fight for him I would defend him but not how I feel about my niece so it's the same thing for my sister like oh I defend my sister I I speak up for her I'll stand up for her but like the shit I do for my niece it's like I, I would destroy the whole state of Ohio to show my love for her. Like, I would, I, if she said, Uncle, blow this shit down, I would do everything in my fucking power because that's the, that's the, the, the love and loyalty that I have for my niece. You know, and she don't got to do shit for me. It's just, I see who she got. She ain't got nobody. And as I said, that ain't, that ain't going to fly with me. You got me you know so um with that you know to my youth me growing up and um going to public school and you know being a tall black guy or whatever of course you know life wasn't easy it was difficult it had its its challenges and um I of course you know I wasn't happy growing up I you know Life had its ups and downs and its depression, and I was ready to die when I was young, because I was like, I don't really care for this life. This this isn't what I wanted, you know. Um, but I found a way, you know. I thought young, if you could just get in a groove, get a routine, get a cool little job, and sustain and maintain, then everything would be all right. And um, I was kind of shooting for that until, you know, I almost got wrapped up in the streets, you know, because the streets is always calling niggas names The streets is always available, you know, and my mother didn't want me to fall into that life. So she kept, you know, pushing me for better and, and wanting me to do better and be better. And of course, my mother, you want to make her proud, you know what I mean? But uh, at the end of the day, I knew as a as as a young adult in my youth that ultimately my decision was my decision. She didn't get to choose whether I got out into the streets and sold drugs and robbed people and you know was with the shits, or if I decided to be an upstanding, decent member of society. That was my decision at the end of the day, and I you know I chose. You know, I just wanted to get some money. That was the whole thing I was doing. You know, if I can get some money, if, if if I can make a cool little life and shit is decent, 
that's what I'm shooting for. And um, I was able to carve a path for me that was I, you know. So I always just wanted to be rich. I never gave a fuck to be famous. You know, I just wanted to have a lot of money. And um, as I said, growing up, I didn't see the path to, uh, I never greased this chair. I didn't see the path to becoming rich. You know, that shit wasn't taught in school when I was in school. Motherfucker wasn't telling you, as I said in previous episodes, you know, how to invest and get your stocks and have money coming. That shit wasn't taught to me. And then as I said, because I jumped out into the world so early, you know, I was prepared, but I was unprepared at the same time, you know, but I appreciate life for what it is. You know, the experiences that I did go through, um, I can't really say I got a lot of regrets. Shit, I would regret, I really can't regret because it was always other opportunities that became available that I knew to capitalize on it right then and there. You know, because I always agreed that history and situations repeat themselves and that's another opportunity for you to choose a different path so you know previously a situation went you know one two three and you went four five six and another situation came and went one two three and you went a nine ten you just jumped all of the bullshit in between and just finished up the end of it you know and um because you already knew what was the the bullshit in between that uh situation so you just bypassed all that so um i really have regrets for uh, a lot of the decisions i've made and you know for the most part i kept my shit really low risk you know i wasn't really out here wilding and being too crazy I lived a life that a lot of motherfuckers would have loved to live and experience and enjoy its highs and lows, you know, but um, I did a lot of low risk shit because I knew um, what was the uh, inevitable, that that could be expedited, you know, if you, if you get too far out there. And I wasn't chasing death, but I accepted death at a young age. I understood what it was, you know, so I wasn't in a rush to die, but I was okay. Like, this is the end. This is the end. And you got to remember, you know, growing up throughout the 90s, you, we, us, we witnessed a lot of death, you know, not just in the entertainment industry for artists who was dying young, but just in our communities, in our neighborhoods, you know, people you seen around the neighborhood they were shot killed kidnapped murdered you know whatever the case may be so you know I always add that it's a matter of time kind of attitude and then being young like that I never thought in my wildest that I would live to be 34 you know because I was so passionate about liberating and uplifting black people 
and studying the history of black people and where we came from and, and knowing about, as I said, you know, the Malcolm X's and Martin Luther King's and I was ready for the next step. You know, when motherfuckers was educating and putting that information out there, I was ready to go do something about it. I didn't want to join the United States military because my family already did that. But I was waiting for the next movement. Like, what is we doing? You know, and I realized young, a lot of niggas had a lot of information and education about the history, but they really wasn't applying that. They really wasn't doing nothing. It was teaching you about it and getting paid to teach you about it and and you would learn about it but as far as improving the conditions that we faced back then and we currently face today nothing really changed you know so I remember talking to people and you know my energy and my aggression and, and my passion is like man you you gonna get yourself killed if you jump out there because I wanted to be a motivational speaker I, I wanted to be somebody who could lead black people to a better position in life I had ideas and I had opinions and I had a vision that I believe we could have fought for and I was willing to die for that because I accepted death I knew death was inevitable you're gonna die anyway so why not die fighting for something that can improve the situations and lives for those with the same complexion that you have because what we currently dealing with and facing this ain't, this ain't it this is bullshit so because um, that didn't take off I kind of just um, became like a sleeper you know I always thought of the situation where I would just say fuck it and you know just cause a lot of pain and then do what I'm doing now is kind of like record in my opinion before I made some violent acts you know and, and really um, violated and, and fucked up a lot of people and then put my message out like this this is why I'm doing it but I always seen a uh, um, the other side of the table for the brothers who did do that black people never really reacted and rallied and revolted and they never did it they just looked at it and was like okay that nigga was crazy we not on that we still want government handouts we still want government jobs we still want benefits black people never revolutionized behind that so I, I seen that and was like oh okay I'm not finna just be a martyr and sacrifice myself just for the fuck of it because clearly niggas ain't united in that way they niggas talk about it but they ain't really gonna do nothing about it so i might as well just fall in line and maneuver through life however i'm you know maneuver through life i ain't gonna make a big deal out of it no more because it seemed like niggas is okay with the conditions we in so i mean I didn't choose this. I just made the best of it, you know, and accepted it for what it is. And of course, I had questions that um, I can only get answers after death if there is life. I question that sometimes, you know. Um, 
but I, I really believe it is because I believe we all honestly came from somewhere this just didn't happen by chance this just didn't come to fruition out of nothing you know this is kind of uh, planned in a way and orchestrated and it's a cycle that's set in motion and we're just living through that cycle you know and we all experience it differently you know and that's the freedom of obedience and disobedience and the way you experience certain things and your reactions and you know your your judgment the decisions and, and shit you get to make the obstacles and hardships and the issues and problems and that's a part of life that's a part of the experience and for some people it's more severe and for some people it's less severe you know for some people it breaks them for some people it doesn't break them you know but I, I just accepted uh, that for what it was as the experience of life and as I said I, I did a lot of low risk shit and tried to make the best of the situations I found myself in you know to just keep uh moving forward in this life you know and because of that it's reasons why you know I didn't procreate and make kids because I seen what I endured and said well you know I, I, I didn't I didn't get the money that I would have wanted to get to provide a better life for my child I could have provided a decent life and I could have been there but I knew when I was a kid what I wanted out of a father and I didn't get that and then I seen how I could have been as a father and said I don't think a child would want me as a father if I can't provide certain essentials and necessities and the bare minimum you know so I kind of just um didn't do that and excuse me it was other reasons that played a part into it that I was like, nah, I'm cool, I don't, don't want to have kids, but um, once I got older, you know, you start to think of it, like, I, you know, I could have had a kid when I was 16 years old, you know, um, I could have had another kid when I was uh, 18, 19 years old, I could have had another kid when I was 24, 23, 24 years old, you know, I, I, I was, as I said, I was messing with a lot of girls you know so facts I could have possibly maybe four kids you know um, I'll talk about that in another episode but I'm gonna end this episode you know but I, I didn't choose this life I made the I made the I made the best out of it it's not perfect I don't think anybody's life could be perfect it could be perfect to you from the outside, but until you actually are experiencing that life, the ups and the downs and whatever else that come with it, the highs and lows, the uh, depression, and, uh, you know, the, the, if it is, the, the joys and, you know, no, man. So I just took what I was given and did what I could with it know and live with it and, and didn't regret what it became you know because as I said I see people in other situations where I look at my life and say shit it could be worse 
you know so I appreciate I appreciate life for what it is you know of course you know it, it could be better I could have I could have been rich when I wanted to be you know but that path wasn't um it wasn't a line for me to become that even though I still strive to be that in ways and as I said I don't believe this podcast will ever make me rich you know of my wildest dreams uh you know I don't have a, a care in the world no I don't think this podcast is going to do that but at least it just shares my life and motherfuckers get to know me where they just don't have a one side of the opinion about me and not really I mean you can't conversate with me you can but you can't depending on when you listen to this but I'll give you a little bit of a backstory to show you that at the end of the day I'm human I'm just like any other person you know which is why I tell people not to judge somebody so harshly even though people on other social media platforms they be coming for a nigga neck and it's just like just like you somebody's son I'm somebody's son just like you somebody's brother I'm somebody's brother just like you somebody's uncle I'm somebody's uncle just like you somebody's whatever I'm the same thing I'm just like you you know I'm just experiencing life I'm experiencing it and you might not like my opinions and my beliefs and my ideology or whatever the case may be but don't violate because shit can get violent because I'm on that type of time where I, I made my life this way for a certain reason so if it did pop off I don't leave nothing behind really I don't I mean, who I got, I got, but I, it's not like I got a wife. It's not like I got kids. So I'm on that type of time with you. I can go there, you know? So it's best to just be respectful, you know? I didn't I didn't choose this. It just kind of became this, and I accepted it. And then, as I said, I just maneuvered through it the best I could with my life experience and education. I just figured it out, you know? So I want to end this episode and I'll get with you guys on another one. Later.